You know what's better than a tripod? A quad pod. Isn't that just a table? Wrong. It's a quad pod. Talking sports, pop culture, food, and, uh, more sports. Unofficially brought to you by KSRO and North Bay Biz Magazine. It's the Quad Pod with Jeff Woodworth, Mike DeWald, Luke Straub, and Frank Sumrall. Gotta punch up. Cover that mouth, man. No, sorry, my bad. I was doing a good job of doing it earlier, and then you got in here, and I was like, I need to infect him. That's fair. (laughs) That's fair. The loudest complainer gets gets the uh, exactly. gets the shedding. Well, what a day! <laughs> You're good. Yeah, well, you know, I do. I go through these stretches where I talk for just straight like three uh, three straight hours, basically, from tracking on hot to coming in here and doing this on a Friday. It's a labor of love. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love you. That's what I'm trying to say. Me more. It's a plural. Mis amores. How about that? How you guys doing? Doing good? Solid. Hanging in there. in there. All right. Introduce ourselves because we didn't do that last podcast. We're not doing well with that. Mike DeWald. Hi. Frank Summerall. Howdy. And Luke Straub. What it do? My name is Jeff Woodworth. Uh, anything interesting happened to you guys? Nothing at all. In the past week? Oh. Lit- literally zero things. Really? That's dope. I mean, just uh, just the pandemic. Life is bro. I- I've fallen behind on my um, my puzzle game. Huh. Mm. I was on a roll with that. Yeah. The uh, Kind of ran out of puzzles. My house had a finite amount of puzzles. So. <laughs> just tore through those suckers. Yeah, right? you know, yeah. But you've been playing 2K. Oh, too much. Too much. Too no, much. No, there's no such thing as too much 2K. <laughs> too much. But nah. it's, 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 um, that's, uh, it's a labor of love, like what you said with talking. Yeah. <laughs> it's a grind. 2K and talking. <laughs> I, would argue, I would argue that I was born to do this, uh, just, just run my mouth because it, it just never stops. Literally, in my sleep, I just ramble on about nothing. But. All right. Interesting show today. Really good show. You're, um, Sell it. You think you're so? You're upset over a couple of things. No, no. You are, yeah. Just I'm two. Just, in general. just two things. <laughs> yeah. Good. Two just whole a, things. Just a generally a upset week. individual and distraught. Uh, this NBA list. I didn't even look at it. I just heard that they created some dumb list because we're in need of content, real, real bad. Because ESPN takes itself super seriously and they don't want to have a sandwich draft. Spoiler alert: We're gonna have one. And <laughs> yes. So they they had somebody come up, probably like what, like a 26, 27 group of 26, 27 year old interns. Like I'm taking shots at people my own age here, and they just went <laughs> straight, just made a list of the 74 best players since it's the 74 years of the NBA. Ah, that's why. Okay. And it's super dumb. Oh. It's really dumb. The number. Yeah. I mean, I, I actually recognize some of these names that wrote the blurbs. So, mm-hmm. you know, like Tim McMahon's on here. <laughs> All right. No one's a Tim McMahon fan. No. Nah, I've, I've heard of the guy. I thought it was appropriate. Yeah. But <laughs> next to you have Brian Windhorse on there too. Wendy. Mr. Braun, LeBron but James. But I'd want to have people like Bob Ryan. I agree with Dan Patrick. I want people like Bob Ryan or Jackie McMullen on there. Not Boston specific because, you know, they'll they'll throw so many people from the Celtics on there. But just people that have been around because they're old and they've seen they've seen a lot of these players. Bob Coos is on this list. Well, okay. The Coos. Speaking did, of 2K. I did hear there's a bunch of Lakers on the list. They, there's what? Like, yeah. Really? Know, shocker. I mean, there's a like, severe lack of Memphis Grizzlies. They, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's terrible. <laughs> it's a problem. They just everybody loves the Lakers so much, and I mean they've had a lot of players go through. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. The the list here. Can somebody pull up the list for me? Because again, I was so disgusted. I didn't even look. I've got I've got list. So I've got it. Why give me the, is the give list me the a top, bad idea? Give me the top ten. You guys want top ten? Give me the top ten, and I'll tell you oh, why I it's a bad idea. I'll tell you why it's a bad idea. Um, do you want me to start from number ten? All right. So you got Shaq. Okay. You got Kobe. Mm. You have Tim Duncan. Mm-hmm. 
You have Larry Bird. Okay. Wilt Chamberlain. That's number five. Six. Six. Five is Magic. Math is tough. Bill Russell. That's four. Is that four? That's four Lakers so far and two Celtics. Kareem. Three or uh, five Lakers. Is third. LeBron's two. Okay, another Laker. And Michael Jordan's number one. <laughs> and Michael Jordan's uh, number one. Okay, so is LeBron aside, really a Laker? I aside guess, yeah, from number one and number two, which is whatever, because that's going to be the classic debate for forever, yep. you just named off guys from four different eras? Four different eras, right? If you go back to the What is Bill Russell? Bill Russell's in? I'm going to, you know what? I'm just going to. Bill Russell's the OG of the OGs. Light the bullet here and Google it, you know, excuse me while I just. 56 to 69, Boston Celtics. Okay, yeah. Um, Wilt's in that era. Then you have yep. the um, Magic and Bird era. Yes. Right when they saved basketball. They did save basketball before them, as we Only probably know. One player yeah. from the 90s, which is Jordan himself. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, Shaq. Shaq was big in the 90s. Absolutely was. And then you got two guys in the current millennia. You got Kobe and LeBron. Surprise. And, and Tim Duncan, too. Tim Duncan. I'll tell you why it's dumb. It's because you just said right there is you got, you have modern era NBA and you have. You know, pre, you could argue prehistoric NBA. Then I'm gonna burp there for a second. Um, Back when the NBA Finals was on tape delay, yes. that or just you know, how about the three point line in general? Like I yep, would love to yep. break it up because again, you've had guys that well, I mean, Steph revolutionized the game. And what are you gonna classify? Because what? Who's to say that the best defender in the game isn't better than the best passer? Or since Steph was the best shooter. You know he's the he's better than like who's the best scorer of all time. Like you get what I'm saying. Like there just there's certain metrics that aren't being taken into account here. Are you gonna are you gonna rank guys based off accomplishments because certain guys won more? So because if that's the if that's the qualifier if that's the qualifier then you have then you're looking at names like Bill Russell, Robert Ory. So you're yeah. saying it's impossible to rank guys in Act different to, eras. To do yeah to do it by eras is so silly. You have to you have to just group them together in like a 20 year span or something like that because it's not fair to compare. While while you could argue that somebody like a Pistol P. Maravich or a Bill Russell would be able to play in today's game, it's unfair to compare them to the guys that are playing today. Because what if you dropped Russell Westbrook, as much as I don't like the way that he necessarily plays all the time, but if you dropped him back when there was no three-point line? Whew, I, I think it's well, a little different. I think huh. I think you look at this. A lot of people uh, getting unemployed. Tony Romo <laughs> um, has better stats than Joe Montana. But we don't compare Tony Romo's stats to Joe Montana's stats. We compare Tony Romo to the league he played in versus Joe Montana to the league he played in, which Joe Montana scorched and Tony Romo struggled. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I think that's how you look at the comparison. So yes, they can be in different eras, but you can look at how well they did in the eras against the mean, against the average. That's all you can do. Right now you're going to tell me that Kevin McHale is a better basketball player than Chris Paul? Well, I'm not saying that the list is accurate in all things, and we can point holes at it. Jason but. Kidd's ranked higher than uh, than Patrick I mean, Ewing. Kevin McHale was a bad man. I mean, let's not Ewing get it twisted. Is, like, I mean, the guy could get a shot Ewing whenever he wanted. Pretty low on that list. He is. Why? You know, AI's at twenty nine, but John Stockton's above AI. I don't know about that. Giannis is at twenty seven. Giannis like, is way too some, high. Some, way I, too high. I will. I'll say that for sure. There's some people that it's like you need to take into context. How long have they been in the league? There should have been a minimum. There there should have been requirements put on this. You know, because I'm I'm looking. I'm not really arguing with some of the names that are on here. Kevin Garnett at 20 ahead of Scottie Pippen's you know, interesting. interesting. You know, uh, Dirk they put Dirk 19. over Garnett. Yeah. I thought, I never heard anyone say Dirk's better than Garnett. Wow. Well, I've never heard I think that. It's, so that's I've, interesting. Yeah, you know, I never really heard them compared. It's but always Duncan, Garnett, Dirk of at, those four. At the end of the day, yeah, Dirk, Dirk 
Yeah, uh, and then you put Powell crept up there. there. KD's um, at number fourteen. I'll, I could make. I, I made the argument earlier for Steph at thirteen. If you are the best at a certain something, I feel like that automatically puts you in the top twenty. Let's just say because you you know maybe you are the best shooter. You're the best guy. Ah uh, yes, Is Steph Curry. But that's I'm yes. not, and yes. I understand where it's going to come off with some bias here. But like Akeem at at twelve, Oscar Robertson at eleven. Like who? I don't, you know, I'm not exactly sure that I'm... You're looking at some of these guys that are right outside the top 10 and thinking they got snubbed a little bit. Well, who who do you who? think got snubbed from the top 10? Who And who would you take out of the top 10? Oh, well, Steve Nash at 30, Isaiah Thomas at 31, like, and then you have James Harden at 32. I'm just saying that it, it doesn't matter who I have in the top 10 because it's not, your top 10 is going to be different than my top 10 and there's never going to be an official, actual solidified top 10. I'm just saying that the idea of this... It was just created to throw into the content machine for me, that like, people talk about because yeah. it makes no sense. But it, you have three point or three guards right there in a row, just boom, boom, boom. ESPN released the MJ doc. It makes sense. They're going to come yeah. out a list. So there are like so many. The there are so many different <laughs> dynamics here that you can throw into ranking these players. For me, something that's overlooked is like, who do you like watching more? Who's more entertaining? Who's got who's got the more beautiful game? Right. And and for me, that's why. I, I I look at Tim Duncan in that top ten, and I'm like, the big fundamental. There's got to be somebody else in there. There's I would. <laughs> that's just me personally, like, and that just goes into saying, like, of course Tim Duncan is a great player. Like I watched him from Wake Forest on; he was incredible. Uh, but for me, I mean, that's just my taste. Yeah, and, I feel that. This yeah. is what I'm curious about because you look at right here, and this is just this plays into perfectly to what I'm trying to say. Number 28, John Stockton. Number 29, Allen Iverson. Number 30, Steve Nash. Number 31, Isaiah Thomas. That's four straight point guards right there. You're gonna tell me that that that's the correct order that they should be in? I think Isaiah doesn't get credit because he only won only they only won two championships. He was the best player on that team in a very tough era. If yeah, that's that anything, if that's anything team. that I've learned from the Jordan documentary, it's that Isaiah was the best player on the Bad Boy Pistons by far. Who was far. the other Finals MVP? Was it Dumars? I have no idea. Dumars. I don't remember that. But he was Steve, one time Finals MVP. And Steve MVP. Nash was good. They just got screwed out of a championship because of yeah. a of a technicality with Amari uh, stepping out on the court and also then, a hip and, check. And then AI exactly that was a and great then, team. And really then good AI team. AI only got to the championship <laughs> one time. I'm not disparaging Allen Iverson and then John He's Stockton. He's a little high on the list. John Stockton and Carl Malone, like they, I mean, did they ever? When's the only time they ever played apart from each other? That's after John Stockton retired. So it's you know you right. could argue you could argue what is John Stockton without Carl Malone? Like who? What's all? Who's all these people without whoever they played with? It doesn't make sense to me. One thing. One thing I would have liked, I don't know why it bugged me so much, but I want to see Bill Russell and Wilt together, and they split them off by one, <laughs> and they sandwich Magic in the middle. I think when you're talking that you're having a t- tough time comparing these guys in different eras, those are the two guys that are the hardest, because clearly, statistically, they're the two greatest. But And, of course, Bill Russell's got the most championships. I always just put them together, like one A and one B. Absolutely. Guy, so. Yeah, I mean, they had seven rebounds. Yeah, by all accounts, they had, I mean, incredible battles. And Wilt was the man, and he would dominate. But once he came across Bill Russell, so, Bill always won. I always want to see them together. So when they split them off, I didn't like that. That's and kind of yeah. They they are kind of tied at the hip. Kareem, I'm always kind of weird on. He's amazing, but he had the, Big O and Magic on his team as guards, and I always think a big is as good as his guard is. So I don't know. That's kind of high for him, but he's also amazing. Yeah, and that's so. maybe the Tim Duncan factor. I mean, he wasn't the most spectacular, but he could get a shot whenever he yeah. wanted. He's an all-time leading scorer. And my, and my last point with this is, I'm not going to disparage guys that came before us because they were good players. No, let's and, do that. I mean, and we've, made, we've <laughs> made jokes about how they were playing, you know, part-time plumbers and, and mm-hmm. roofers and stuff like that. But <laughs> if, you take, if you take the guys that were dominant back in the day, the specific few, you know, you, you, you plucked them from time, like the Moses Malones, like the, uh, the, the Pete Maraviches, you know, whoever you want, Elgin Baylor. You, you brought them 
up here and you had them or up to this time and you had them using modern day equipment eating you know on the training regimen and program to be completely honest and i this hot takes not taken away from anything from these guys greatness but they wouldn't be head and shoulders revered like they were back in their time or in their era it would, would be different. Be, they would be good players, but I'm not saying we would be ooing and aahing and drooling over them, right? They would get lost amongst the Giannis's, the, I mean, whoever, the, the Kawhi's, the LeBron's. Like, I mean, I so, think we had to well, acknowledge that they put those LeBron's, guys high on the list. So you, they did, but that's what I'm saying. If they were to play in today's NBA, they Kareem will always rise to the top. We know this, with especially with huh. the more games they played. You look at their their stats and what would happen. But yeah. in the minutia of the NBA season, it's not, and, and over the course of their career, if they played nowadays, I'm not saying I don't know if their numbers would be the same, but I don't know if they'd be as revered as they are um, because of the era that they played in, because they were allowed to stand out. Like Oscar Robertson, like if if Russell Westbrook is doing, if is he's averaging a triple double every season, and Oscar Robertson comes up and he does it, then it just becomes like, oh, now we just have a couple guards that could do that. You know, it doesn't look it to me. It's it, at least it's uh, these guys when you try to compare it from an era. That's again why I don't like doing it because if you bring them up, it diminishes what they did in the past. But you have to be honest with yourself. It's not like they could play and could play realistically, but they'd get their they'd probably get wiped. Yeah, things would be different. It, it, there might be the fact that we had the segment on the show. You guys remember before what players would do well in the past mm-hmm. and what mm-hmm. player you know. So it could go both ways. I mean, things are just different. Just think you got to compare it in the era. It's yeah, and then you all, just see like the mean. That's and you all can, you can do. It's do. fun to do amongst your friends at the bar, but when yes. we're taking up time on this <laughs> on national <laughs> television open. and we're releasing content like this, I'm like, this was a clear stabby savvy. It's some, you know, let's try and throw something out there because we need something to talk. I've about. I've got some unbiased commentary about this. Uh, where's Rick, first of all, where's Rick Barry? I, I didn't see him in the top uh, forty. Somewhere in the he should just be, saw him. I think he's forty three. Yeah. Uh, okay, that's 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 okay. I'll take that. Thank you for that. <laughs> uh, and also, just the pure joy on my end. Like as a Warriors fan from 1994, and just watch a lot of bad hoops <laughs> to see Steph Curry, number 13. Oh man! Oh. Well, you also see oh. those clips in the Jordan documentary. Anytime there's a anytime there's a Warriors player in the Jordan doc <laughs> that that Jordan or somebody the Bulls is dominating, I just cringe a little bit. I'm like, man, that was back when we were sorry. B.J. Like, Armstrong from a Warrior. Yeah. One, one question I had, and I asked you this earlier, but who's going to be the biggest mover on the list? Yeah. That's a good question. Probably Giannis is, we were talking Giannis is definitely a factor as far as that He's goes. He's 27. How high does he go, though? Yeah, they they I mean, put him at a high spot already. Are they going to finish true. the rest of the season? Ooh. Then, then we can't worry about the contract stuff right now. I'm us. optimistic okay. that they will. All right, guys. All right. You got Lillard at 72. He made the list. Good for him. Cheers. Jeez. I like Lillard. Me too. Yeah. Dame. Maybe he, I think he could be a big Did mover. Did Gary Payton make the list? Gary Payton better made the list. He was in the 50s. I was going to say, otherwise, he's like 51 null or something. And void. So. 53. Okay. 53. I don't like that, but it'll the do. <laughs> Next thing on the agenda, I'm also upset oh, about no. the MLB owners. You greedy, you greedy, greedy, greedy schmucks. And yeah, it's easy to take the, the side of the players. It's amazing how usually people in society take the side of the party that's getting victimized the most, unless it is billionaire owners fighting against millionaire players in which people oddly side with the billionaire owners, which doesn't make sense because to me, hmm. to me, 
I actually, you know, we call screening the morning show for a KSRO and Jared Huffman, one of the congressmen called in. I'll pick up that name that I just dropped. Seriously. He, he called in <laughs> and he's a couple minutes early. So he's just like, oh, how's it going? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, man, you seen this stuff with the major leagues? Like, this is ridiculous. You know, it's if you got fun and I just go on this diatribe <laughs> with them about how it's like if you got funny money and you can't afford to pay the players what you originally agreed to pay them on because they're already, mind you, they've already agreed that they're going to take a pay cut. And now they're trying to come back to him and say, hey, we need you to take another pay cut. And it's like, no, 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 no. That's your fault for messing it up the first time. Your math was off. Now you've got to reap the consequences that you sow. And Blake Snell's little soliloquy that he went on Twitch when he was playing games, while I don't necessarily agree with everything that he said, I mean, I get it, and it, and it makes sense, because if you, if you as an owner don't have the money to pay your players, then why do you, why do you own the team, right? The sports team is, a, is an entity that exponentially grows every year. As long as the league continues to grow and flourish, your sports team will as a byproduct make money and that is a why that's why it's an investment that's so coveted after that's why donald trump even in the first place when he was trying to get the uh, what was it the new jersey generals i yeah, believe it was yeah. into the nfl new york new jersey he, or yeah it was one of the two no no he was, both he it was, was new york new jersey okay. generals. he was trying to get that he was trying to get that team in the nfl because he knew oh i could get in on a piece of this pie and now look at what your nfl teams are worth i think do what the cowboys worth five billion dollars oh, yeah. something back what well it's something stupid Something so, stupid. It's something like two stu- or three or two, something. Something stupid. Yeah, look up the net worth of the Dallas Cowboys. But then Donald Trump ruined the whole USFL. But anyways, move five on. Billion. Thank you very much. Wow. Oh, wow, five billion? That's, That's a, a ding. That's a lot of money for yeah. no playoff wins. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. You got to love that one. That's good. Bang, <laughs> bang. Bang, bang. Uh, uh, but it's, 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 to me, I don't, I don't get it. And, and you have... You have a sport that has no salary cap to begin with. You have a sport that makes all its money from regional broadcasting, the way the MLB's infrastructure. You know, that's going to be the one great thing about this pandemic that comes is a lot of institutions in and outside of sports are going to redesign their infrastructure and see how they're or, and see how they're operating. And all of a sudden things are going to change. And especially like that goes back to the college sports thing. Oh. You're going to find out certain certain things aren't feasible or just unnecessary and they're extra and you, and you cut them. I mean, baseball's got to figure it out. I want to see these guys play, but at the same time, you got to play, pay them adequately because what if somebody does die? You know, what if, what if, what if somebody doesn't realize that they're immunocompromised or something develops, Ooh. or maybe they had it the first time and it, they're okay, but the second time it comes back and it's way more severe, like they predicted. Like, I'm, I'm again, I'm all for them playing, but it's just it, the leagues need to know that these players are taking a risk. Can you explain for our audience what the issue is between the owners and players? The owners and players decided that because there's going to be a shortened season, that there's going to be a cut in revenue. They're not going to make nearly as much money as they normally do throughout the year um, with the various things that go on in the season. You know, um, And the players said, okay, we'll agree to an initial cut. I, I don't remember the, the exact number. I believe it was somewhere around the 30 to 4 or maybe, maybe, maybe 40 to 50% range, something, somewhere in there. And it's four, I think 40 is, is some, somewhere in that range. And so the owners were like, okay, that's cool. We'll do it. And then the owners came back not too long ago and said, actually, we need you guys to agree to take an even bigger pay cut because we realized we went back and did the math and we're realizing that we're not going to make as much money as we thought we were. So that's not going to fly for us. And this is where I'm looking at it like, nah, that's your fault. You made the mistake because you cut once or you didn't measure twice before you cut once, you know? So that's, <laughs> that's on you guys. And again, I would not blame the players for being like, no, nah, I don't want to play this year, especially if you're going to do this, you know, 
you think about Fight Island, they're going to do a baseball island now where the state of Florida is just inviting all the California teams that can't play. Oh, you know, they're like, come out here and play. And come over here and get COVID. Yeah, well, you know. Again, I think it's gonna. It won't affect the. It won't catching. affect most people, but just on that off chance, you know, is is any league ready for that? If you have a player die because of COVID-related illness, are you ready for the backlash that's gonna happen? I mean, still probably be profitable. Yeah, I mean, there's there's gonna be backlash if someone of how much constant testing there'll be. Yeah. And how they're taking away tests from everything else. It's yeah. like you guys could have avoided this by not playing the sport altogether. Now you're taking thousands, or hundreds of thousands of tests and daily and weekly and people are going to get upset about that there's a lot of pr nightmares that are potentially um coming out of this yes it's possible leagues around the world are are playing games but it's just one of those things where you have to realize that you're not going to get paid nearly as much because there's not nearly as much income coming in and that's going to be felt all around something that scares me about that's why i'm a little bit pessimistic right now is you you mentioned teams around the world are playing baseball you look at our beloved korean baseball league Go Dinos. Go Dinos. KBO Dinos. Yeah, I think your Dinos are doing okay. Yeah. Um, but Fames. I mean, <laughs> but um, that league has, okay, first of all, that country has very, they got like zero per day new cases of COVID-19. And then they're testing every day. And if even one KBO baseball player tests positive, they're going to shut down the league for three weeks. And that's, are we ever going to get to that point? It looks like that's going to be a long time. And what are these players going to be willing to do? What level of risk are they going to be willing to take, especially when you're not paying them? So that is something that makes me a little pessimistic. Yeah. I mean, it's tough because at one side I look at the owners and I go, I understand that it's not your responsibility to fund the pandemic and, and save everybody. But at the same time, on the other side, I look at it and I go, who are the ones that are truly being affected here? It's everybody that works for you that helps bring in the revenue to make you rich. So, I don't know. It's where you hope for an altruistic outcome. It's not. I don't think it's very likely. I just Mm -hmm. don't want to point fingers at anybody right now. It's just such a weird time, you know. Everybody's trying to put a handle on it, and they don't Uh, know what they're doing. Frank's going to play the angel of nuance. Everything's gonna be okay. Which is weird because we weren't the saints from last podcast. That's right. But I'm gonna be. I think there's lots of fingers to point for another show, perhaps. But uh, I do. I do get the sentiment, Uh, especially what we're talking about here as far as uh, Major League Baseball. Yeah. Uh, and you got and you got uh, something else to note is NBA owners, team owners, are uh, they're doing the same thing, am I right? They're, they're t- their players are taking pay cuts in the NBA as well. Uh, it really uh, illustrates how these people got so much money. They don't just hand it out, you yeah. know? Yeah. They should just go on to Cora, <laughs> write in a question, and we'll, we'll answer, answer it on the podcast. We'll and we'll solve we'll all these we'll problems they have. How do we uh, save the season? Yeah. We got you back. How do we solve COVID? Just hit us up. We got you. <laughs> we'll figure it out. We got the brain trust. I love you. <laughs> you got a weird Woody today. <laughs> totally uh, Which is something he says every morning. All right. <laughs> oh. Woo. Oh, yeah. What? That's cool. Right cool. Touche. Okay, so sandwich draft time. Yes. Let's have a sandwich draft. We'll explain the rules of the sandwich draft, okay? So there's going to be seven rounds, much like the NFL draft, and it's up to you. It's up to whoever you want to do. So ideally, the, the what we were talking about beforehand, as Mike checks the headphones, y'all good? Are your oh, ears broken? I can hear the music for a second. Oh, okay. I got it. Please don't stop the music. All right, so there's seven rounds. Now, you could, you could do this multiple ways or strategies of, you know, the bread, the spread, the meat, the produce. Damn, you're then, on a rhyme. I was kind of yeah. I was gonna say <laughs> the bread, bread, the spread, the meat, the produce. You have your wickle, wild wickle, wickle. Ca- wild cards, 
And then we have that's that's three wild card picks to assemble this sandwich. So somebody oh and the cheese. If you want to forget cheese, if you unless you're lactose. So we'll draft <laughs> we'll draft our sandwiches, then we'll put it together, and then we'll grade those. Maybe have some feedback. I don't know. We'll we'll decide by by the next podcast who won the sandwich draft. Um, and so yeah, it's you could put together a traditional sandwich. You could put together you know one of those poor boys where it's just a bunch of meats. If you want, it's up to you. <laughs> its strategy will be involved. It'll be complex. It'll be fun. Any questions? Nope. No. Once an ingredient's off the board, no one can have no it. No questions. Um, the order of the draft is going to go to our last competitive event. I was going to say we didn't, we didn't, we didn't order the draft correctly. We so. did the uh, when we did the two K sim. Oh, you won. Oh, the first with overall Steph Curry. pick, baby. Uh, Luke <laughs> and his Milwaukee Bucks are going second. In my absence, I earned second. Thank you. Sorry. I'm going third. So we're going counterclockwise. And uh, Mike, you're bringing up the rear as our chef with kind of fourth a weird sandwich. It, it's a snake draft. Snake draft. Okay, okay. Snake draft. Okay. So you ready for have that double. Everybody ready? Oh, yeah. With the first pick of the quad pod sandwich draft, I select Dutch Crunch. Oh, the wow. bread. Wow. Dutch Crunch. You can't. We're going bread first. No, round. I'm just saying. Wow. I'm, going Mel, I'm going with it. Mel Kuyper is shocked. Right Dutch now. Crunch, man. Every uh, great bread starts with a good Dutch Crunch. On, I mean, every every good sandwich starts with a good I bread, love and that's Dutch, Dutch Crunch. crunch. But that is, that is Dutch a bit crunch. of a reach, perhaps. Dutch Crunch. That's wow. fine. That's fine. Go ahead. Uh, Dutch uh, Crunch. Okay. This draft is already wild. Yeah. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like I'm in prime position for the number two overall pick. I select heirloom tomato. That is what I'm going with, gentlemen. Heirloom tomato. So, Luke is bougie. You gotta have is. tomato. I mean, that's boy. Tomato was not on my draft board anywhere. Okay. Oh, wow. So big you went tomato. I personally have got to have a tomato on my sandwich. It's it's uh it's a must. Frank, you keep track of all the picks, right? Yes. I'm of writing down, in I'm, order. I'm writing down what's been selected, so I can free up the memory bank up top for my next selection. Go ahead, Frank. No. All right. This guy fell to me. Great prospect. We're going bacon. Uh, that's oh solid. no! That's solid. Bacon. Mm. I mean, you know, you know what you're getting with bacon. It has potential for more. Perfect compliment. I mean, there's it's, more. It's, there's it's more. Like, that was a potential number one overall. Potential pick right number there. one overall pick, it's and that's fun. like definitely like a very high. It's okay. Ceiling. Chase Young was the best player in the draft. That's, he didn't go number fine. one. Whatever, very, whatever. very high floor, high ceiling. I mean, good lord. That's whatever. Good pick. Mike. My scouts are all on the phone now. Everyone's shaking. <laughs> like, Scrambling. But you're our chef. We're a little worried. You know, you can craft up something. You trying to trade a pick? I went with the Jeff strategy here because the sandwich is built from his bread. It's the most important part. It's very, it's very important. Please, so, please trade picks for items. It's so down. <laughs> Bacon, Ooh, bacon's wow. on the trade block. So we'll uh, oh. w- with the fourth pick. Noted. We'll be we'll be taking sourdough. Oh, sourdough. Wow. Very nice. Okay. All right. I think like bread's oh. like linemen. So well, we you do two have linemen in the first. You round. do have the pick. <laughs> hey, hey, you gotta protect. You gotta Getting protect the court. Yeah. Protect the meat. Yeah, protect the meat. Yeah, protect the meat. All right, Mike, you got the next okay. pick. Okay. Uh, gonna go with the fifth pick in the draft. Uh, we're going prosciutto. Ooh, who's it's bougie a little, again? A little bit of a reach. Say, yeah. It's a reach at number five. Michael I mean, it's delicious, delicious stuff. I mean, it's it's a good substitute for bacon. I mean, it's like it's true. It's like a uh, it's like a uh, you know a, a Mac Division bacon. It's good. That was Mac Division bacon. Nah, that's like Ivy League bacon, man. Yeah, that's perhaps, just, perhaps it's, it's the Ryan no, Fitzpatrick of bacon. Oh. That's better. Yes, very All right, well, Frankie well done. baby. Well done. You're up. Hmm. I got two guys on my board. We'll go cheddar cheese. Ooh. You can't really. Ah. Take it on, cheddar on, cheese, huh? On the cheddar. I'm making Mike flip out. Here we go. Cheddar cheese. <laughs> my sandwich is destroyed. <laughs> All right. I'm going so, cheddar cheese. You know, 
there's definitely been some good good picks off the board, you know, but we're still early. This is the uh, second round. I feel really good about this pick. I am going mayonnaise. Mayo. Okay. Mayo is off I the board. I am so pumped right now. These next two picks no back to back. No one can they use fell. mayo. <laughs> yes, sir. I mean, you so guys, right you guys are tough without mayo. Let me tell you about that. My second pick in the sandwich draft. Ham. Okay. You are a ham wow. guy. That was your struggle meal. Ham. You go in the in the, in the, in the, in the worst of times, the best of times. Well, my ham was a little bougie too. I mean, my my struggle meal was bougie. I, I gotta say, it. it was yeah. That's a potential number one overall pick. Ham. <laughs> a steal. That's a, a steal. that's the first quarterback taken Five. off the board. Yeah, uh, right there <laughs> fell to me. Yeah, this is my Russell Wilson following me. Well, it would have been better. Could for there the be a run on quarterbacks? Could there be third overall pick, or at least for my team, my third pick, turkey. I'm doubling oh, up on the wow. meat. Yeah, oh, no. baby. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah. We fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, he Watch got, your mouth. He got two picks Whoa. in a row? Like, yes, I did. What did do? He's, he's building draft, an American Because it rotates. Draft. Okay, interesting. Yeah, that's there right. There you go. You he's him. building my favorite sandwich. You're up next. You're mm. up next. Oh, no. Oh, man. I'm in trouble. Wait, me? Yes. <laughs> Ham and turkey well, you are off the just, board. You just Ham. took... You, I can't believe you just did that to me because I was going to get one. I was sitting here. That's why I'm like, he gets oh, no. two picks. I'm like, oh, my God. But don't worry. I've been doing a lot of scouting, gentlemen. Yes. And that's why the MAC uh, conference was on my Bill mind. Bill Belichick and the dog pulled some crazy moves. I, I went down. I did scouting. And I'm going smoked turkey. What? Oh. No, come on. That's what? That's too ridiculous. No? I am, I am objecting. No. Yes, Frank says count, no. I can't count that. No. Why pick not? A, pick a new meat, because I picked turkey. You, what? So Wait. you have to pick a different, I picked turkey meat, Mike picked prosciutto. Okay. That means that's two That's of a no-go. That's, that's a no two go. of you, or no, Frank picked bacon. You gotta find something. You gotta think there's of another no other meat. De- another deli meat or, or oh, there's some, plenty of other there's meats. There's lots oh. of deli meats. You have a computer in front of you. You can Google if you want to trade the pick. If you want to trade the pick with Frank right now, see what he's willing to do. Okay, okay. You okay. gotta look up deli meats. I yeah, wasn't... it's too similar. It's too similar. Okay, that's I... like if I did like light mayo. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, if you go I... to the deli, you can get turkey or smoked turkey, and that's oh, a fact. Fair but enough. Mo- but moving on, I will select. Yellow what? mustard. Uh, well, okay. Well, no, no. The timeout. Timeout. What was Mike's face? What's Mike's face for? I was gonna say technically prosciutto is ham. So. Oh, okay. Really? Is yeah. that what we're, we're gonna have a technical? Okay. From, yeah. Fine. Then mine. Mine will be smoked ham. You can have smoked turkey. How about that? Is that fair? Yeah. You can even go like black forest ham. I no. Mean, like I'll, you say, want. I'll take smoked ham then, and then, and then Luke's got smoked turkey. All right, but separate yourselves after this. <laughs> Y'all building the same sandwich. <laughs> I'm coming up. I'm gonna build Ridiculous. a good sandwich. Ridiculous. So what All did right. I get? Did I get? No, you didn't get. You didn't get mayonnaise. You got smoked turkey. Yeah, I'll take smoked you turkey. Didn't, you didn't get mustard. You got smoked turkey. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I got. You should, I got, have, you should have three ingredients right now. You got mayo, turkey, and tomato. Got it. That's okay. looking good. All right. I'm separating myself from you guys. I'm separating from the pack. We're going tuna. Oh. We're going into the water. Wow. Solid. Solid. Wow. That is something. We're going to the water. Shockers. <laughs> the <laughs> arena is a gas. <laughs> You're up. I can't believe it. Stunner. I mean, you got you going like chunk. You going chunk white, right? You gotta get the chunk. <laughs> now he's going chicken in the sea. Because I'd even go like well, it's, I'm going tuna salad. I'd oh, say okay. you could even go chunk light, chunk white. I mean, there's options here, fellas. Come on, get get, get jiggy with it. Let's go. <laughs> All right, Dewalt. It was. There's a lot of competition in the cheese category. That was a tough one, but uh, I think we're gonna go with mozzarella. Ooh. The mozz. Okay. Okay. You're looking at trading. I know you want cheddar. <laughs> now this is where I have a question on my next pick, no. but I'll wait. I'll wait until we Mike, get there. Oh, can you pick something that's like 
easy, man. Like I got prosciutto, mozzarella, and sourdough. Pick like oh, ham. the next three one's letters. easy. That next sounds good. Easy. That sounds good. We're going outside the box with the next choice. We're taking apples. 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 Whoa. Wow. What? That's now, like. How are you presenting the apples? Is it like a whole apple in candy. your sandwich? They would be sliced apples. I feel like you just apple. drafted a baseball player in a football game. <laughs> Right. Like that that's is really what actually off the wall. Yeah, that's a really good comparison. <laughs> I mean, like, what just happened? I, oh man, I'm the was, A's and I just drafted Kyler Murray. That was proper. That's really good. Uh, that was a good one, Luke. Thank you. Apples. Thank you. I mean, I don't know what to music, do. With how you like how you like them apples? Oh, There's okay. nothing. I mean, what is going on? Okay, I like it though. Prosciutto and apples is very good. So you went apples and mozzarella. Okay, so that sounds like a good sandwich. Frank, you're I, up. Yeah. I didn't come to play today. I'm, I'm down up. Did not come. I'm going. I'm going. Yeah, I'm going to DeWalt's Deli. All right. I'm going Parmesan bread. Oh, sponsored by Togo's. Togo's oh, come Parmesan on, I told you no selling out. Parm Togo's bread. deliver us some Parmesan bread sandwiches. I miss that bread. Man, that's right. good bread. Okay, they're still open. I mean, I'd never go there anyway. Luke, I gotta go. You're yeah, up. Are you gonna pick Black Forest ham? No, I don't need two meats like okay. a like a like a like a Jeffrey over there. But yeah, like a glutton. I I uh, already gave out. I already said what I wanted with my other pick, and okay. no one picked it. It's the mustard. Oh, uh, yellow mustard. Yeah, and I'm going yellow mustard to leave other options open. Okay, so that's why. I, yeah, specifically with that, we didn't cover the meats. The a lot of condiments on this is. sandwich. Oh, you gotta you, the, sec the secret to a sandwich is you gotta mix the mustard and the mayonnaise together. It's, it's, be it's dripping, incredible. All right, speaking <laughs> of no condiments, Woody, you're just meeting you're just meeting bread with the fourth pick or with the fourth selection on on my deli sandwich team. I select pickles. Ugh. Uh, okay. Ugh. I like underrated. That's good. I, I like pickles. pickles it didn't good. work on my sandwich. Ugh. Didn't fit my team. Totally fine. <laughs> totally fine. Totally fine. That's a nice pick. And yeah, then with pick. the fifth pick on my team. I'm going to go Thousand Island dressing, which is like, Ooh. it's con it's a little weird, but you know, it's what they put on In-N-Out burgers. That's, mm -hmm. I mean, if you, if shocker alert here, spoiler alert, that's really what the In-N-Out spread is. So I'll go Thousand Island on, on my sandwich. Was shocker. that supposed to be a secret? No, I'm just, you know, spoiler alert. That's what it is. In case anybody's curious, of course, <laughs> Thousand Island and some cheese on some fries and you've got animal style fries at home. Congrats. Yeah. Well, it is. It is the the since COVID's going on. Yeah, that sounds good. Little home, little home fries. Home yeah. cooking. All right, Luke, your selection. All right, so I got turkey, mayonnaise, and mustard, and tomato. This is my dream scenario. I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> uh, excuse me, smoked turkey. I'm going um, baguette, and this has to be a artisan baguette. What kind? Oh, artisan baguette. Okay. Uh, preferably Della Fatria. Is it That's delivered from France? <laughs> artisan <laughs> if, baguette. If okay. they will. Uh, no, it'd be too old that way. Very pretentious ass sandwich over there. Baguette. And <laughs> when you eat, when you eat the baguette sandwich, you got. Do you, you eat gotta, it with your pinkies out? No, but you got to turn it upside down so you don't cut the roof of your mouth. Ah, that is true. You have to have a nice uh, cabernet with Dutch the sandwich. Crunch. Right. Dutch right. Crunch might present that possibility, that it's problem true. too, it's occasionally. True. So, all right, Frankie, baby, your your pick. I'm back up. Monterey Jack cheese. Mm. Solid, solid. I'm doubling up. Monterey Jack. There's been a lack of cheese taken. I'm doubling up. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> I'm blocking you guys. <laughs> That's cool. You haven't taken my cheese yet, so we're good to go. All right. Uh, You're going to pick a craft single. Do <laughs> <laughs> don't, you, don't, you, don't you read my mind. All right, Dewald, your last two selections. All right, right last two. I know one of them. Yes. We're, we're going meat and potatoes on this one. We're, we're going butter. Oh, wow. Okay. What the fuck is this sandwich? Are you doing like? Are you doing like? Is this like a grilled sandwich? Just butter, huh? This, what kind of bread did you have? My sourdough. Butter. Yeah, you go on grilled sandwich, huh? Okay, you what? can tell. A little grilled prosciutto. Okay. 
If you look at the last two picks, you have thousand dollar dressing and pickles. You have mustard and a baguette. You have parmesan bread, Monterey Jack. You can tell those are sandwiches. Dynamic duo. Yours is butter and apples. Yeah. I couldn't tell what food that is. <laughs> butter and apples. All right, Dewalt. Oh. Uh, last pick. That's oh, scared. the last one's a tough one. Oh, is it? <laughs> I don't have to worry about it. Do I have to go with a veggie? You don't have to. Uh, I would say butter could have gone undrafted. Yeah, that would have been a that would have been a camp signing. Mark Wahlberg, well, yeah. undrafted free agent, picked him up in the off season. Yeah, just hey, come on, here's your camp invitation, seventh rounder. Well, we're gonna give him a tryout. We're gonna no, go with uh, we're gonna go with salami. Oh, okay. oh see, Luke, you were so throwing the hissy fit earlier when there were plenty of cold cuts. By the way, no one's picked up. chicken. Dude, but, uh, uh, oh my God. Oh, I want, it was too tough. Oh, I, want, I shouldn't have said that. I want yeah. smoked chicken now. No, it's okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Frank, your right, last I'm gonna selection. Make, I'm going to make a mic pick. Uh-oh. <laughs> Little celery. Celery, huh? He's going with the old person's sandwich. Celery. Yeah. Oh, my crunch. goodness. Surprise, some egg get a salad crunch in there. In there. <laughs> All right. Luke, your last selection. Uh, I I'm a, I gotta say I'm shocked that no one no one's picked the uh, I'm gonna go green leaf lettuce, green leaf lettuce. Wow. Green leaf lettuce. We can go lettuce, but I'm gonna write down lettuce. No, I'm gonna write green leaf. My lettuce. preferred my preferred is green leaf. There's green leaf lettuce. Okay. The farmers are there for us, guys. They that's do different, different varieties. Than, that's that, that different than iceberg lettuce. Very oh, very yeah. much. All right, then I'll lettuce. then I'll select with my sixth selection shredded iceberg lettuce. <laughs> okay. You got it. The shredded, yeah, shredded lettuce, baby. You and Luke have opposite sandwiches. No, okay, <laughs> yours so is like the good one. Gene Kelly, the good, the good, yours the is good Fred kind. All right, yes. Yeah, so and I'm then with I'm my last man. selection, because what? this is just this is where I have a question. Because you've been saying it's the last pick for the last you, three picks. Yeah, Count your like, ingredients. We got like one more round. I have, I, I have seven. I mean, I have six. Right, we're going seven selections. Six. Six. Six? We can go seven. I thought we were going, going seven. seven. I thought we were going the seven. The NFL draft is seven rounds, is it not? Yeah, but you said last pick on round six. My bad then. Okay. So for my last selection here, the seventh round, I, this is where I have a question. Because Mike took mozzarella, am I allowed to have mozzarella sticks or is that no, too close? Okay, no, that's what I was just asking. No. That's what I was just asking. <laughs> I, I wasn't even on board Avocado. With the smoke avocado. Stuff. Avocado. <laughs> avocado is my last one. Avocado Ooh. is my last selection. That's a great choice. Number seven. Thank you very much. Much more healthy choice. Uh, yeah, well, I have a very well, good he needs a, He needs a pinch of health. And that's something. What's wrong with my sandwich? <laughs> It's just, it's just the most American thing I've read. It's delicious. <laughs> it's delicious. Oh, it is. You have you my go, favorite combo. You go into this. You go in and you order my sandwich. You are leaving with a very satisfied stomach. I order your sandwich all the time. Thank you very much. Except bacon's on there too. Whatever. You stole bacon from me, so I can't use it. But go ahead, uh, Luke. Oh, well. Oh, okay. Cool. Here we go. Uh, of all the cheeses in the world that have not been picked, what am I gonna go with? Uh, you know what? I'm gonna spice this sucker up a little bit, guys. In fact, never mind. I'm, I'm gonna water it down. I'm going to Colby Jack. Colby Jack cheese. Ooh, that's Colby something Jack. I didn't do. I went without yep. a cheese. Almost. <laughs> oh man, uh, I'm, I'm just, getting. I'm just realizing now. Okay. Oh, Is it lunchtime yet? Lord. Um, man. Oh, damn. My sandwich is done. Who wants my pick? You want to trade? Um, I don't have an ingredient boy. that I really. Yeah. What do you want? You want hammer turkey? I don't want that. All right, then no trade. <laughs> no trade. Man, that getting that bacon. All right, would you be have good. your you have your selection, Frank. Make the selection. 
potato chips. All right. Oh, oh you put those suckers side? in the sandwich? In the yeah, sandwich. we will. We will. Yeah. In the yeah. sandwich. All right. Like nice. leave some on the side too, right? Just, of course. Chips, yeah, yeah. Just leave it vague. Just leave it vague. Chips. That's fine. Whatever chips you want to throw in there, your personal touch. Mike, this is your last selection. Do Fritos count? What is what is this called? The sandwich draft. No, in the, in the NFL draft. <laughs> oh, Mr. Irrelevant. Oh, Mr. Irrelevant. Mr. Irrelevant. <laughs> yeah, this is the last pick. The irrelevant pick. I thought my sandwich was done, That's but then gross. it's <laughs> found an old tire. <laughs> oh, no. uh, we are gonna go on there Dunlop. with the unexpected seventh pick. Crickets. We're going mac and cheese. What? What the? F- okay. What's going on over here? What? Um. All right. I is that, is that a like, meal in itself. Can we get a recap on the selections <laughs> yeah, here? Yeah, that we that can. concludes the sandwich draft. I want to hear these teams real quick. All right. Woody, you have a smoked ham and turkey sandwich on Dutch crutch bread. You have pickles, Thousand Island dressing, iceberg lettuce, and avocado. Shredded iceberg lettuce. Very important detail. You don't have any important. cheese. I don't. It's very... It's or tomatoes. Vegan friendly. <laughs> So, Man, none of y'all got tomatoes. This is crazy. So I even left it open. What, what's the sandwich called? I don't know. It's okay. the California, probably. You know? okay. Well, it's missing bacon, so they wouldn't technically classify it as a Californian, but it's it's a sandwich that I would be very much, very much pressed to have. This is why I was hoping that we'd have a couple more picks, because I would have loved to have gone uh, a cheese in there as well. You know, it, nobody picked Pepper Jack. Nobody oh. picked Havarti. Those would be those were my oh, off-season Havarti. camp signings because nobody signed. Nobody nobody selected those. You have a cheeseless sandwich. Whatever. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> if before I'm walking yeah. away, I'm leaving he's, and I go, oh snap, that's right. I need some cheese. I'm reaching for the Havarti. He's building a sandwich for the future. Yeah. It's a three-year so, project. Exactly. Luke, you have a smoked yes. turkey sandwich uh, on um, on a baguette. Yes. You have mayo and mustard, tomatoes. Um, was it three leaf lettuce? Uh, green leaf. Green leaf lettuce and Colby Jack cheese. So what, oh, man. what Luke has is every sandwich that you it's go. Like a Safeway you, sandwich. I was gonna say yeah. every sandwich that you go and buy from the Safeway deli before you go on like a hike or whatever else white people do. <laughs> Picnic sandwich, all <laughs> like yeah. that. The, yeah, that's basically my dream sandwich. As long as you get that mustard and mayonnaise and mix it up together, that's the key, gentlemen. Oh, that's the difference between the mix, Safeway huh? brand and what I'm doing over here. Oh. You guys, you guys went pocket passers. I went uh, with the mobile QB. <laughs> I got the. Uh, the tuna melt going on here. Really? Yeah. You got your tuna salad. You got dual cheeses on a Parmesan bread. You got what celery. What kind of cheese, though? What kind of cheese? You got Monterey Jack and cheddar cheese. You got mm. bacon. You got celery. And you got potato chips. With tuna. celery. With I mean, that's kind of quite. The like, celery's questionable. Right. Celery's great. All right. And tuna salad. Fun uh, that's I'm pretty that's sure true. celery is already mixed in with it, is it not? Or is that just green? I onion? just. I just drafted you do it an extra anyway. celery. Extra celery. You don't need the down. celery in there. That's right? like getting chocolate chip. I don't think chip. all tuna salad has... That's like getting um, chocolate chip ice cream and then putting chocolate chips on top of it. Tuna salad doesn't yeah. have celery every time. Not all, yeah. I've, so just to make sure, yeah. I got it. Right. So it's like I drafted a second running you back. You guys are making tuna wrong. <laughs> that's so. good. All right, and then DeWalt sandwich. <laughs> I'm this sorry, just, you forgot to draft cheese. This is, no, I'm not. I'm not bitter because I, <laughs> I forgot to draft two. cheese. I'm not bitter because I forgot to draft cheese. You don't I'm have a wide receiver. You're throwing <laughs> the tight ends. <laughs> Still, I'll make it work. Wing T offense, baby. Um, Here we come. Mike, the wing T. Let's oh. let's piece this together for you, buddy. Mm-hmm. It's a salami based sandwich. If, if that's the only meat. If, Mike, if Mike's oh, sandwich was prosciutto. a football team, it'd be a special teams unit. That's really what it is. <laughs> prosciutto really, really and salami on sourdough bread. Prosciutto and salami on sourdough? You have okay. mozzarella. Mm-hmm. You got a little mac and cheese. Uh, yeah. That's where... And, this the, got and the butter. Sliced apples. Oh! What is <laughs> and, 
in no mayo, so the bread is just oh, doused in butter. butter. Oh my god. That has got to be a grilled sandwich. It that's is a the, struggle sandwich. It's right the there. greatest grilled cheese you've ever yeah. eaten in your no, life. That sounds good, minus the mac and cheese. What was There's that? There's no about? way you've done that. Minus in real life. double down on cheese. There's no sure. way you've done that in real life. I've done this in real no, life. No, you haven't. I've done it. Not Dude, with salami. I wrote it down. I'm going to make it. How <laughs> high were you? Apple. How high? Sounds good. How? <laughs> How high? Is the eighth ingredient weed? <laughs> Yeah, he just took the marijuana and just threw it on the sandwich. Just ground it up and just sprinkled it on there like it was some parsley with salt bay on it. Just went- slept well after that sandwich. This is like you're like a broke college student, but you have a girl coming over. So you're trying to make something nice, and you just throw everything you have in the fridge into a sandwich. Oh, man, like I have a mac and cheese bowl. I got some apples I can cut up. <laughs> Mac and cheese. I mean, that's that's uh, revolutionary. I, I heard, I'm thankful. How do you I'm put that in the sandwich? You just throw it on top. And it's going to spill everywhere. Exactly. Why do you make a, a grilled cheese? I don't want mac and cheese on my no, elbows. No, that's why mac and cheeseburgers are so dumb is because they throw on no way one? too much mac and cheese on there. And then when you push down on the bun, it all No one made a burger. Side. That's true. Oh, that, was yeah, that was another meat option. Yeah, That was a good option. I thought about going egg sandwich. You should have raw ground beef. Just anyway, <laughs> so I hope this experiment proves that sandwich is the best food. Mm-hmm. I think that's what this proved, that we all made great it, foods. Oh, and then I proved my point. We'll get and Luke's point, too. We need to that's measure. Right. The sandwich need, is the best food. We need food. to sandwich. measure these sandwiches somehow. We'll have to wait for feedback on the uh, on the sandwiches there. We'll Show and tell. Make them in quarantine. So... We are going to replace the core questions this week with a little something that made its rounds on the Twitter machine. This is absolutely, uh, how am I going to describe this? This is just amazing. And I'll read it for you because there's questions that we can answer at the end of this, all right? So my 29-year-old boyfriend, uh, this is a 29-year-old female complaining about her 29-year-old male boyfriend. My boyfriend keeps getting into fights with a cook at Waffle House. I know this sounds really weird, but here it is. My boyfriend and I have been together for three years. We met and started dating when we were both in graduate school, but I dropped out to go back to college to pursue a different career. We are both finished now and live together, making a fairly nice combined income. Must be nice. Our income is relevant because we could afford to eat anywhere nice when we're out and about, but he always wants breakfast food. When he was a child, yeah, no, nice humble brag there. I like when, this guy. when he was a child, his dad couldn't stand eating breakfast type foods in the afternoon or evenings, so his mom would make him waffles, pancakes, eggs, and bacon in the evening whenever his dad was busy or out of town. It's a wonderful and safe memory for him, and it's where he goes when, or and when he goes to his happy place. Were there air quotes says, over out yeah. of town? Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> when dad's cheating on mom. I feel like this is emblematic of a larger issue. It's a wonderful, oh, it's coming. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's a wonderful and safe memory for him. Where he, And when he goes to his quote-unquote happy place, he says that's where he always goes. My boyfriend, this is where she has to let you know he's not a complete sociopath. My boyfriend is an incredible, nice, and caring person. He's emotionally tuned in and, and to everyone and recognizes rising issues a long time before they occur. He loves animals and is kind to every... <laughs> and is kind and gentle with every bug, bird, and pet that he comes across. Come on. He's almost willing to turn the other cheek in social situations when somebody tries to insult him or get aggressive towards him and usually winds up diffusing the situation and having a productive discussion about whatever the issue was. Except at the Waffle House. Oh, okay. Anytime we're out, he wants to go to the same goddamn Waffle House and get breakfast food. I'm not a big eater, so I used to not really care. I would just drink coffee and read my book while he enjoyed his food. But that became impossible once he had this one cook, or once he and this one cook started chirping at each other every time we went there. My boyfriend complained about his eggs one time because he liked them a little runny and they were served hard. Gross. The cook responded by giving him scrambled eggs when he brought it up again. (laughs) (laughs) When he brought it up again, the cook served him two hard-boiled eggs. I think it was just part of the cook's shtick. It was kind of funny to be honest, but my boyfriend wasn't able to laugh it off. When he left, he was kind of in a bad mood, but we didn't talk about it much. 
The next week, we were out getting some shopping done, and he wanted to go to Waffle House again. I suggested that we go to a different place, or at least a different Waffle House location, but he wanted to go to the same <laughs> so Waffle House. So does this take place in Tennessee where there's a Waffle House on every corner? I have no idea where it is. It's in the South for sure. We went and sat down, and once again, the same cook served the eggs wrong. My boyfriend sort of snapped at him that he wasn't interested in messing around and just wanted the correct eggs. The cook then served him a piece of toast with a hole cut out in the middle and a fried egg in it. My boyfriend got really mad and threw the the egg toast at the cook, which made the cook come from behind the bar and throw it back at him. They ended up sort of wrestling, fighting until my boyfriend was like, this is bullshit, and walked out. Nobody got hurt, but the few other people in there were watching and laughing a bit. The crazy part... My boyfriend keeps going back and ordering eggs and getting into fistfights at the same cook. It's almost a ritual at this point. My boyfriend orders runny eggs, the cook serves him some other version of eggs, and then they beat the shit out of each other. I quit going with him after the second fight, but he kept going by himself. They're like Peter and the giant chicken from Family Guy. It's the weirdest thing. They physically fought like six or seven times. I've tried to talk to him about it a few times, but he keeps saying it's a matter of principle. I've told him to talk to the manager to say something, but he waves me off. Apparently, the cook hasn't made him the correct runny eggs, but it's like he spends the week learning new ways of preparing eggs to piss my boyfriend off. The thing is, we're getting married this summer. He's accepted a job in a new city, and it'll be easy for me to find work after the wedding, so we'll be moving away from his sworn enemy Waffle House guy. He hasn't really been out since the quarantine started, but it wouldn't surprise me if that's the first place he goes when the restaurants open back up for sitting customers. But my main worry is this strange, vindictive side of him I've never seen that leads to fight the same guy every week. The violence itself is an issue for me, but the obsession over it almost bothers me more. Should I be worried about that? Should I be worried that this side will come up later in our marriage? How do I get him to open up about this? Is this a type of uh, is this type of obsession a choice, or is it indicative of something deeper? Whoa, lot to unfold. That there. is wild, epic. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, epic. Wild <laughs> one thing. Waffle House fights. Very interesting note that the father in this scenario. Didn't, didn't like, like breakfast, breakfast food. Now so it's a kink. no one could like breakfast food. It's a food. kink. It's That's a kind of power uh, move. A little messed up. <laughs> oh. Like, I'm not crazy about sushi or whatever seaweed shit my sister eats, but, you know, she's <laughs> into it, and that's what it's in the house sometimes. It could affect her next to kin. That's where this guy's pickup line probably to her was, hey, how you like your eggs, fried or fertilized? You know, it's just like, what are we doing Well, let me write here, that one bro? down. Yeah. What are we doing here? That's wild. Should she be worried that this side will come out later in the marriage? Well, it's already come out before the marriage has even started. So there's your first red flag, honey. All right. I don't know the second one. How do I get him to open up about this type of a session? I don't know. I don't know how you do it. All right. He just wants his eggs a certain way. He's not getting his eggs a certain way. He's getting mocked. It makes him want to fight. Seek professional help. What's weird is, I don't <laughs> know if, if she just kind of <laughs> summarized the, the answer he gives, but he's like, it's principle. It's that, that's the problem. Yeah. He's not giving her an, a reason. No, it's the principle of the thing. It's totally justifiable, totally acceptable. Is this that's type of obsession a that's choice? Bad. Is it a choice or is it indicative of something deeper? It's. it's I think it's just. Who the, it's indicative of something deeper. Something deeper. Oh, yeah. there's something. There's something yeah. off. It's, it's who the I guy is. It like, no, it's a choice. If there's like, you're making the conscious <laughs> decision to go down there and fight that guy. It is week. also the reddest of red flags. Like. Yeah. That is a red banner. Like that I love the, um, red the, the paragraph <laughs> she wrote beforehand. He wouldn't hurt a fly. Yeah, no, yeah or a bird. Except he fights <laughs> cooked. If you have to make the qualifier, oh, he wouldn't hurt a bug. It usually, the, the, yeah. whatever comes he, after he's that's Snow not White in the woods. But then he finds his. He cook. loves animals and is kind and gentle with every bug, bird, and pet that he comes across. Didn't bug, say bird. dick about people in there. Didn't say nothing about him until later on in the paragraph. But still. 
I mean, that's the principle of the thing. I love it. But yeah, this guy is a nut job. If he goes back to the same Waffle House at this point, they're either friends. He's friends with the cook and they bonded through fighting or he <laughs> the human body craves contact. This is a descendant of Jim Harbaugh. So this is somebody that's <laughs> going in there to get their that's cage. A Jim Harbaugh rattled. reference. It's, that's great. It, I mean, that's truly what's going on here. Now what I'm concerned with is when they move away is is he going to find a new Waffle He'll House cook something. to go fight? Wait, You'll do something uh, different, but it's the same. This is why she's concerned. Is 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 she? Is she I bet you she learned not to cook him eggs, or she's gonna learn how to make him just run enough. <laughs> uh, what is everyone else in the restaurant doing at this time? Laughing and oh, taking I would a picture. Go. Oh, I yeah. would too. But I, I feel like someone would be like, should, should we? Should we call the police? Nah, man. Like, you got somebody in the corner yelling, "World is, star, world star!" Uh, yeah, yeah. The it. chef is also like they're two of the same coin he's also in on it because he easily could just kick him out and say I'm not serving you anymore true. I'm yeah, calling that's the cops that's what I loved here it's as if part of the he's if, into if it the chef it's like when's he gonna come eggs. in when's he yeah. gonna come in when's he- he's preparing finding new ways to make eggs although if you ask for if you ask for like you know uh, what is it the, the fried toast egg or something and you got poached eggs poached eggs are an art you have to appreciate that so yeah. boo, on, boo on this guy here for a second for not for not getting you know, um, you know the, the cafe art where they draw images in the coffee he's yes. gonna start doing that with the eggs with the egg, just <laughs> Here's your runny egg. Just it's a beautiful mind. Draw on like yeah. images and stuff. And so yeah, that's uh, good for you. Your relationship. I'm sure there's nothing that could possibly go wrong with the rest of that relationship. That you guys will live together just fine. That's going to be a long and prosperous relationship. I mean, it's a messed up story, but you should I have mean, kids immediately. That like <laughs> right, like just the fact he likes runny eggs is psycho enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, what kind of runny eggs, right? Because I mean, like yeah. a poached egg is technically runny, I'm just, but. Imagining like she's with all like her other her girlfriends and they're like a bar or something, like, and they're like get complaining about their boyfriends, and he's like, oh yeah, he's just playing video games all day long. He's like, oh, I feel that this my boyfriend's is going to the Waffle House and beating <laughs> the shit out of the cook. What? Got a real record scratch. Can I huh? got a, he's got a rival at the Waffle House. Uh, okay, so that'll do it for this week's episode. An interesting episode. I'm interested to find out what the this sandwich. Results. I have no idea how we're gonna what the metric is for finding out who drafted the best sandwich, but I'm confident in my team, confident in my sandwich's ability. Any, I bet there's like uh, an analytics meter that can judge foods. Just start hitting up uh, different there's chefs something out there. Tw- we should we should just tweet out the list to a chef on Twitter and just be like, who's got the best sandwich? Who's got the best? Sandwich? Who's that, got the best? Sandwich? That'd be cool. I, I, make the I graphic, have a make the very graphic huge and then we'll tweet it out. Now, oh, good, so. good. <laughs> Big J journalism. I don't. We so. could ask. We could ask the last dance whose sandwich is better. That's right. Last dance follows me on Twitter. Oh really? Yeah, oh, they're wow. one of my twenty followers. <laughs> nice, nice. So I, I hope you all look forward to the catering you're getting next week. <laughs> what catering? Oh, we're getting food. I gotta prove this sandwich is real. Just bringing them in. Oh, you're, yes. bringing, you're bringing it in. I am now. Can I give oh, a mac and cheese? Oh, I wasn't gonna make the sandwich. All next podcast was a qualifier. is gonna be us <laughs> eating this mac and cheese no, sandwich. Yeah, no, I'm not doing that. That's gross, man. No, thank you. Must, oh god, yeah. All right, so that'll do it for us. We'll be back what next Friday? Yeah, next Friday. I'll be here. You know. Until next time. <laughs>